We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is produced, the Wurundjeri people. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging and thank them for caring for the land, waterways and wildlife for thousands of generations. Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Absolute Dribble. My name is Manny and I'm joined with the incredible Beck and Mango, but also known as Josh. How are we all going guys? Yeah, we're doing really well. Really excited about the about the cast. Can't wait to get into it. Yeah, doing well over here. Really excited to to jump into some NBA content. How good is the NBA at the moment? Because that's why we're here. We're talking about the NBA. I mean, I've been loving all of these, you know, the summer league coming in and then also seeing all of these preseason games, you know, seeing the 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 young kids kind of getting their go. Um, I'm still learning to pronounce a lot of all their names too, like uh, Omar, Omar, Omar Yuri, yeah. I think it was. <laughs> Eugene. Just my, Eugene. My guy Eugene, my guy Eugene. But, yeah, them getting their go finally. Yeah, it's definitely also, I think as well, a little bit more exciting than the sports that we're seeing here in Australia at the moment, like uh, the lovely AFL who uh, with so many blowouts during that, uh, you know, final season. So it's really great to see NBA you know, showing some exciting games throughout. Look, especially knowing all of our uh, AFL teams. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We will, not not speak. we will not speak of their <laughs> names. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think the depth of talent, like, I mean, the fact that there's two conferences alone is pretty crazy and something that I think Australian audiences will, that's the hardest thing to get your head around at the beginning. But, you know, just the Western Conference alone, the, you know, any of those top eight teams last season, I think could have had a decent run at the playoffs. <laughs> just a little clip slip early on, but, you know, Ooh. clips, Mavs, even that first seven, in the first round, seven games, I mean, that's, uh, my teeth were gone by the end of that series. And yeah, looking at even like, yeah, all the round one matchups and how, how competitive all of those were too. I, I think know. it was as early as yeah. the start of last season or a couple of seasons ago when we were talking and we said that like West, West is best. Yeah. Always, I mean, that's, yes. that's our thought. But the East as well is finally stepping up their game, you know, with what was going on through the whole conference finals there. Yeah, definitely. And like, yeah, as you said, with the playoffs, um, those first round games were pretty crazy. I mean, I'm just going to throw in my Dame slip, um, which is, you know, (laughs) his crazy overtime, double overtime, you know, trying to keep the uh, Blazers in. But obviously, uh, one of the best playoff games I've ever seen. Huge. Guys, I was just thinking as well, um, we definitely need to talk about the uh, recent Olympics. I think, um, especially with Australia, you know, dominating the way they did. What What are our thoughts on that one? I mean, um, uh, look, look, we're all repping our boy Paddy Mills today. We've all got our, our Paddy T's on. But, I mean, finally taking away the bronze medal, finally getting a medal in there. I mean, that's huge. Did you – I mean, Gaze's post-game interview pretty much sums up the whole experience for Australian basketball, I think. And he said it so beautifully. But, I mean, yeah, the Opals, I mean, what, they're three-time silver medalists. They've been, you know, leading the charge for so long for Australian basketball. But I think with the men's team being just – so close so many times how many fourths did we need to actually like <laughs> they say you got to lose one to win one but it's I think that was yeah really instilled in Paddy as well you could tell that he wanted it so badly this time around and like he was just like I mean KD even was like get to the nets now <laughs> guy like this is how good this guy's playing I think with Gazy's like post game too it kind of put on the the whole feeling for Team Australia you know that's been his whole highlight and I think he was kind of pushing that with with the current team and you could you could see that kind of coming out 
mm. with those guys. You know, they they wanted to play for Australia. You know, our guy Matisse. Ooh, now, yeah. you know, when he came out after Based. and was saying like, "This is something that I'm going to do yep. for like years and years because of how much he enjoyed being a part of Team Australia and you know that, that boomer kind of culture." Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The camaraderie exactly. of that boomer culture as well. You could tell they were all in it for each other. They wanted it so much. I mean, oh. it was obvious. And I think, yeah, you know, they, you could say we broke the curse and I'm just so excited about Paris. I think the lineup is going to be oh, just so good. If we can get, do you reckon we can get Ben on board? I don't know. Hopefully <laughs> we can get Ben on board. Uh, we're going to talk about him a little bit later. But um, yeah. I think, you know, if we can get Ben on board and we've got Giddy coming through who looks amazing mm. um, and there's a lot of others that, you know, are coming through the NBL that are pushing their way into the NBA as well. I think we've got a really Michael, good Josh shot. Green there too. He didn't, you know, play a whole lot of minutes this Olympics, but he's still he's still young, still getting there too. Yeah, Jock now at the Spurs. That's exciting. And he's been getting some time too. So I think that's a good spot for him with a younger team like the Spurs. so And I think also with Dante uh, Exum, I think it was really good for him to sort of prove that he still belong- belongs in the NBA with that, uh, with that run through the Olympics. So that was really promising for him. He really showed that he wanted it, especially with all the injuries that he's had. He's been unlucky. I think he's going to get his chance with the, um, the Rockets this year, though. I'm not sure what else is going on there. Mm. Well, there's Jalen Green that's going on there, but yeah. <laughs> Absolute dribble. We can't talk about Australian basketball without talking about Lauren Jackson recently. Inducted into the WNBA Hall of Fame. I mean, I, I knew she was great, guys, but I don't think I actually knew 100% what we're dealing with. Like, she is incredible. Well, I mean, yeah, Manny, those stats. Gosh. Yeah, like, when, you sent me away. Our, when you sent yeah. through that little stats rundown, I was just like, yep. Okay. <laughs> like, you're looking at the, the 19 All-NBA Awards within seven years. Like, yeah. That's insane. Three fi- uh, three MVPs, you know, she had, you know, one finals MVP and eight All-NBAs. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, three silver medals with the Opals, a gold with FIBA World Championships and two NBA championships. Like that's – there's been no one in, in Australian basketball to come close to those kind of stats. No. I mean, I, mean, I think Beck and I were chatting before, like – I think what uh, Longley got three championships. Yep. Yep. But I mean, he was playing with MJ. So, like, I feel I could have played with MJ and got three championships. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. But, exactly. You know, like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. She probably carried most of that team to those two championships and to win them so far apart as well. Two thousand and four and then two thousand and ten. And in two thousand and ten, she was a Finals MVP. Yeah, like, it shows her dominance. Yeah, absolutely. This it's, it's really hard to you know to you know. For anyone to reach that level again, I think in Australian basketball, women's and or men's. So. I mean, Patty, Patty could get another one this year, but <laughs> look, it's pretty likely. Yeah, we'll talk about that too soon. But definitely, um, yeah, she's definitely shown that she's you know deserving of that of that accolade. And um, you know, speaking of WNBA as well, at the moment where where it's a lot of you know talk around Diana Tarazi, thirty nine year old playing for Phoenix, just absolutely clutch, dominating, got her team. Um, into the finals, which is pretty huge, and everyone yeah. is everyone is talking about her at the moment. Yeah, I think I was telling you guys a little earlier about a uh, I, can't, I can't remember if it was a thirty for thirty or a little podcast I listened to. It was a series one, but it was all about the kind of whole start of the WNBA, and then um, it was Diana Taurasi, a few other players there, and it followed them through the off season of the WNBA and going to play for a team in Russia that just had money thrown at them, 
and it was an absolute amazing listen. I'll have to find it for our next episode, and I'll I'll give it a throw during that one. But yeah, definitely worth a watch slash or listen if I can remember what it was. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just a plug for yeah. for nothing right now, but you plug know, for Russia come. maybe. Yeah, yeah Russia. <laughs> <laughs> the Russian Olympic Committee. Is, uh... <laughs> so, Josh, you got a game for us? I do. I do oh. have a game for you. Um, and and it's like a, a guess the player. So, I mean, I'm going to get Pressure. something up on here behind me for you guys to see. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. Check that chart out. Wow. I mean, I've created a chart. I'm not sure how much of, of you can see, but I'm going to be running through a few different stats. There's yep. three on my list <sighs> that you guys have to choose. So we've got MVPs, uh, finals appearances, uh, player of the months, conference finals, the career win percentage, and how many triple doubles they well, have. I'm trying to look here. I'm glad I'm wearing my glasses today. So, <laughs> yeah, I know it's a bit fine, but I'm going to run through it here in front of me anyway. All right, so player okay. one. Okay. Gone through MVPs first. All right, let's do it. Player one, four MVPs. Yep. yep. Ten finals appearances. Ooh. 40 player of the months. 11 conference finals. A win percentage, career win percentage of 66.3% and 99 career triple doubles. I'm going to go Any with Le- early guesses? Yeah, I'm going to go with LeBron. It's, it's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> LBJ. I mean, number one, if I can pull these off, LeBron James. Yes. 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 LeBron Whoa. James, Good number start. one. We are on fire, Manny. I'm sure it's going to go downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> Mango, I was so nervous about this. <laughs> I gave you a softball first, too. Yeah, yeah, I was true, like, true, sure, true. let me know. Jeez. All right. 99 triple oh, doubles. Cool. Number two. I know. He's he's so close. Yeah. And and he's getting that game three, I'm calling. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Fair. Number two. One MVP. Yeah. One finals appearance. Nine player of the month. Four conference finals. Career win percentage of 60.1%. And 184 triple doubles. I mean, it's that last stat that should get you. Um, Russ? Manny? No. <sighs> uh, I mean, gonna, is it? Yeah. I'm, going, I'm going the Greek freak, I Ooh. think. Maybe? Beck, no. Beck, you had it. It is Russ. Yes. Oh, no. I am on literal fire. It's the triple doubles. That's the only thing that I could think of. I and thought I, Russ yeah. had, had like a billion triple doubles. No, like, so he's no. only, I think he's only like three away from the career record. Yeah, definitely. Um, so wow. he's really close, but I don't think he's got it yet, but he's very, very close. He's missed a triple double. All right. So we've got LeBron, we've got Russ, we've got a couple of Lakers up there. Ooh, okay. okay. All right. Number three. Zero MVPs. Okay. Zero finals appearances. Oh, dear. Six player of the months. One conference final. Career win percentage of 41.6. <laughs> and 36 triple doubles. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Tricky one here. All right. All right. Um, with I, the cheeky grin that you're showing, I'm going to go with my boy Dame. Oh, okay. Just okay. leaving it there. Well, I'm going. I'm I'm interpreting that cheeky smile as a PG stab. Oh yeah, could be true. All right, are you guys ready for this? Oh uh, yeah. So. All right, I'm gonna pull it off. It's gonna come off. Oh my goodness! It is the whole LA Clippers <laughs> franchise as a franchise. <laughs> yes. They've had zero MVPs, oh, okay. zero this. finals appearances, yep. six Player of the Months, one conference final. 41.6 career win percentage 
and 36 triple-doubles. A little plug, do you know who else also has 36 uh, triple-doubles within three seasons? Is this the, the boy wonder? The boy wonder, <laughs> the Luka magic Dodge. man, Luca Magic, oh, okay. has as many triple-doubles as the Clippers have. Wow. As a franchise. Oh, as God. a franchise. Josh? Oh, Manny, that's... Josh, I knew we would... <laughs> That's a burn I early. Knew, early burn. I, I mean, I had to. I saw this, this stat. This is from NBA Reddit. I got it from where it's just ruthless. <laughs> but I mean, I, I had I had to get it done. Sorry, Manny, but this no. this was too good to pass up. No, I look. I didn't realize this is how this is how dirty we were going to be playing. Okay, can I just bring that back as well? They only had six players of the month, yep. isn't it? Yep, that is, as an organization. And f- like maybe all six of them from like the old school Clippers, like Blake Griffin, CP3. I don't think it's even them. I think it's like <laughs> way more like San Diego Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another burner, Annie. Oh. Oh. You know, I, I'm actually shook right now. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can continue this episode. I think we might need to move on and talk about last season because wow. I think Manny, yeah, might need a bit of I mean, a little pick-me-up for Manny talking about last season, I guess. Yeah, true. Wow. Well, we'll let, how about we start off with, like, um, the the big one, which is the Suns versus Bucks in the finals. Um, what, are you, what are our thoughts on that particular series? Look, I don't think it was what anyone expected, but I think it was an entertaining final series. Um, I'm wrapped for Giannis. I think he deserves a championship. And I think if it was going to happen, that was the chance for him to get one, I think, um, unless who knows what's going to happen in the future. But, um, you know, the Suns, they did well. I just don't think they had enough to beat the Bucks at the well, end of the day. I mean, that wasn't the case for our um, one of our favourite fans uh, from the Suns, which was Suns in – what was it, Suns in four? Suns in four. Suns, Suns in, in four, four guy. Uh, he was definitely up there as one of my fave fans of the, uh, of the series. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did enjoy um, They that. won the first two games. What happened after that? And, I mean, Giannis did his knee as well. So what changed for the Suns? Well, going? I remember going into that game, like even, even before game one, we were all talking. We were saying Suns in four. We so, were. So yeah. that was like kind of the prediction. And then when they Don't went, say we. I wasn't. Sorry. When you? Oh, we, okay. I, we were, I. yes. Yeah, big, brain, <laughs> big brain energy over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but we were saying like early on. And then when Giannis went down, we're like, done. Look, Surely. Yeah, 100% yeah. thought it was over. Yeah. And I think that just like has almost cemented, I don't want to say cemented, but like definitely placed Giannis in a top, top five going yeah. on current players. Oh, absolutely. I think what he, what oh, he was able to surely. do with, I mean, no hate, Chris Middleton as your number two. And like Drew, like, I mean, they brought Drew in, which was the only change from this previous season. Um, and, yeah, that defensively I think that helped them because Giannis is already Defensive Player of the Year previously. Mm. Um, so that was something that I think also helped because, I mean, the Suns are a, a lot of – there's a lot of great shooters at the Suns. Mm. So I think, and I think people kind of, I don't know, but it, it felt like people had kind of forgotten about Giannis and how good he actually is. Like, I think last season there was a lot of talk about Luca. There was, I guess, a, you know, there's a bit of talk about the Clippers and the Nets kind of came out of nowhere. And it was like all eyes were on these kind of these other teams. And I think he he kind of flew under the radar a little bit and kind of went, oh, 
did you guys forget about me? Like, uh, I'm going to win this championship. This is. But how you also, do it. in the first couple of games, he was missing free throws like Ben Simmons was. Like, it was just <laughs> like, you know, and everyone was like, just get him to the line, get him to the line. This is the safest bet. And then all yeah. of a sudden, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to go off and like practice, you know. They started that 10 <laughs> second count. Yes, the that, count. That, yeah. And they were the all the Phoenix fans were screeching and hoping yeah. that he was missing. But then he just turned it around and actually started making those free throws. And, you know, him getting to the getting to the ring every time it's mm. it's bound well, that, to that, yeah. that's his thing you know like who's stopping that nah, yeah like when no he one. wants to get to the rim he gets to the rim and yeah. the only way to do it is to foul him and then if he's making free throws that's what makes him like a top five i agree yeah, very shack-esque and that's what yeah. shack said as well yeah. he's like you know this guy's superman he's taken my my mantle absolute dribble all right manny here look this is your chance this is your chance we know what you want to do What's that? Oh, talk about the Clippers. How'd the oh. Clips go? How'd the Clips go? Oh, uh, we broke the curse. We broke the curse. We made it curse to the Western one. Conference Finals. And uh, look. I, I think that was finals appearance number one, just going by my sheets from before. It was. Yep. Yep. It was. I don't see why that, there's so much hate around that. Isn't that a great achievement? Surely we're, you, we, can all be, we can all agree that. That's great. Look, I, I, I think, I think it, yeah, I think <laughs> it was happen, yeah. kind of like a curse too, because you yeah. look at what was there. You looked at Lob City when they were there. Oh. All of the, like they had the team so many times. Yeah, they yeah. have. Yeah, and absolutely. Just, yeah, look, and I think, look, I, I'll never forgive our fellow Australian Ingles for taking down Kawhi in their series against the Jazz. I just will never forgive that. Um, but we managed to top off. The Jazz, even without him in the end, the gentleman's sweep, as they call it. I was filthy. I was so dirty on the Jazz. As, as, <laughs> they as underperformed. They underperformed oh, so God. big. But they didn't have Conley. But at the same time, that's not the biggest they loss. They didn't if... have Conley. Okay. I know, yeah. but like couldn't he adds. Without Kawhi. They couldn't beat. Yeah. The yeah, I know. Kawhi. They couldn't. Who would you I mean... rather, Conley or Kawhi? I'd rather Kawhi, obviously. <laughs> um <laughs> Clippers without Kawhi and Serge, by the way, and we true, lost Zoo, Zoo pretty much by the end of there as well. Um, so, look, I'm, ugh, PG's performance, I think he had a lot of weight on his shoulders and he definitely stepped up. I think hopefully he can kind of back that up again and he seemed to relish Playoff being the P. number one. I He's going to have to. I think that all eyes are going to be on him, especially with Kawhi out. It's going to be a lot of pressure. I think I've you know I've watched a few preseason games. We've we've done a few good little trades here and there. And we've picked up some good kids. So, look, it's going to be exciting either way. But um, uh, how do we all feel about the injuries in the playoffs last season? Because I think that really affected a lot of things. I think it was costly, but mostly I think for the Nets. I think the Nets was the biggest loss with Harden. Um, uh, they that game that game with where. Like KD, I think his foot was just behind, like just on the line or yeah, to make yeah. it a two instead to of a win. three. Yeah, yeah to yeah. win. It was just like that's how yeah. close it was and that was without Harden. So imagine yeah. full strength nets, really. Beck, you were reading that list before of injured players. Have you yeah. got that on you? Yeah, so or? the list um, uh, included, well, Giannis did his knee in one of the games. Uh, we yeah. have AD who was just a write-off from the beginning and I think that was a really huge loss for the Lakers too. We yeah. had Conley, Kawhi and obviously I know it didn't happen in the playoffs but I think the Nuggets losing Jamal Murray was a really huge loss as well. So Big time, yeah. All I of mean, those made a difference because the, the Nuggets did so well last year, especially in that really head-to-head game with, uh, I think, with the Jazz, which yeah. was um, Mitchell versus Murray, that was epic. I mean, Booker had a broken nose from uh, oh, true. what's his name? In he had the, the face Bev? guard going for a while. Was it Bev yeah. that got him? 
Bev, that's oh, it. Pat, Bev, <laughs> your mate, Manny. Yeah, your mate. Dirty your boy. Love that guy. Love that guy. Oh. Yeah, look, it was just, and I think even if you look at the American dream team at the Olympics in terms of the depth and how many people, how many players just weren't available. The, the Aussies were getting excited about the Olympics, but I think if they understood the weakness of that dream team this uh, at the last Olympics, like that was nowhere near their full, their full strength. strength nah, not at know? all. And, and Dame, was, still... Dame did his back as well in, in the first, in one of the, practice game so he wasn't even playing full strength either mm. so mm. it's kd just basically carrying everyone there and i mean and he, and he can or he yeah. can easily yeah, yeah. Dribble. <laughs> absolute dribble but i mean on olympics on injuries ben simmons opting out <sighs> thoughts on ben for the rest of 2021 2022 Oh, man, it's I, I, I kind of feel for him. I know that there's a lot of people saying that he's a bit of a sook and there is aspects of that, but I think there's more to it than we know, than the media is saying. Absolutely. Um, you know, why, is, why would anyone be just deliberately doing this if there wasn't some real beef there, you know? And, and risking 360000 a game, like, that's a lot. Three, that's a lot of money. I think what Doc and Embiid said about him in those pre- press conferences after the game, I don't think that was fair. I don't it's hard think, to see a way back from that. It really you know, is. And, and that's, that's kind of what it is from there. Yeah. And it looks bad for other teams that want him. Like, I mean, what, what are they going to get from him? Like, it's, there's a lot of negative yeah. Yeah. You know, aura surrounding Ben at the moment. I, I don't know what he's going to do. I, every time we talk about it, I get a little bit speechless because I don't know what's going to happen. And I think you said it right, Beck. There is stuff that we don't know about, clearly. And it, I think it's a lot worse than we think as well, mm, I think so. And I, I think, like, I, I want the best for him. Yeah. And, and that's, that's not at the 76ers. No, I don't think but his mental like, health was being looked after yeah. there. And I think there's, a, yeah, a lot more to it than that. And I, th- I know we, you know, a lot of people forget about the mental health situation for a lot of the players and they're under scrutiny all the time and it just can get to you. But, like, I think for him, I think it's a lot more than that. One of our followers on Instagram, I was having a chat to him about it and he said, um, what would be ideal is for him to just come back, saddle up with the sixes and and just ball out and play really good. well, yep. you know. And I think that is going to be the best situation, I think, for everybody. And I, it's so hard. It would be really tough for him, I think, to do that. But he's just got to find some confidence, find it from somewhere and just go out and play really hard. I guess it's like going back to a, a crappy job where you, you really don't appreciate, you know, what's going on, but you just have to do it. You just have to like suck it up and <laughs> this isn't this isn't real life or anything. But uh, <laughs> it's, I guess it's a bit like that. So yeah, you could all laugh here at my yeah. uh, at, at this, but yeah, no, I think no, that's no, no, kind no. of an example of absolutely, that. absolutely. If he can if he can go out there and put up some really good numbers, and and that's the thing, it's. He's not a he's a six what six eight point guard. Point guard. Six yeah. ten. He I was don't know how. he was top three in DPOY last year. He mm-hmm. was he was on the shortlisted. Yeah. And I was. mean that that's so I'm making a call this mm-hmm. year that that Ben goes back. He's forced mm-hmm. to go back. He bowls hard, still can't hit a free throw or a three pointer. <laughs> yeah. Just that's not his game. Yeah. But he wins the DPOY Ooh, this yeah. year okay. at the Sacramento Kings. Ooh. So who from as, the Kings? Who from the Kings is going? I mean, they're, they're sending a, a package over. I, I saw something a, a while ago, and I, I just think that makes the most sense for him when he, where he wants his California 
team. It definitely is the best option. They've got the most to offer, I think, California-wise. Um, no. to the Sixers, that is, if the Sixers are going to just settle. Because the Sixers have been offered things from the Wolves and they've said no. Pacers, no. He doesn't want to go there. Blazers, I'm, no. I said to you guys the other day, if if Sixers couldn't get it done with Tobias Harris, Jimmy <laughs> Butler, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons as a four with JJ Redick yep. busting out too, if they can't get it done, the, I guess that was the – <laughs> the quiet bounce shot, like that yes. went in. Oh, that didn't yeah. go in there through to the finals. But yeah. but if yeah. that team, that should cruise past a lot of people. Yeah. And and I think, I think it's Embiid. Yeah, I don't right. think Embiid is. You know, is he it, was running for second for MVP last year. So this is a huge call here from uh, yeah. uh, Mango. I, no, <laughs> but I just don't think that he he can build around him. You know, like you can't you can't build around. Embiid, he's his own player. Sure, he's a great player. Yeah. He might win an MVP, but he's not going to win a championship. Some huge, huge words here from uh, Mango and uh, yeah. any of our listeners, please on our sorry seventy uh, sixes on our Instagram, please <laughs> comment on this uh, this call. We really want to hear your thoughts for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, treble mate. So we're going to move forward now. We're going to look ahead. We've had a few preseason games already, uh, and you know. A lot of the rosters are pretty stacked at the moment and we'll be losing a few players in a couple of weeks, I think. But can we really confidently say, is there any team that's going to beat the Nets this year? Yeah, nah. No? no Look, nah, I think we all said it. I think we all said it in our predictions when we were posting on our on our Instagram of, you know, the net. I think we all said Nets versus Lakers. We did. We did. Manny, I'm, I can't remember yours. I think uh, he hoped I, Clippers. <laughs> I, think did I, you, said, <laughs> I think I said Clips Nets. Optimistic Clippers. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I'm full on board. I think we can do it. But that's. I mean, I'm a total Clippers nut. So that's. But uh, if if Kawhi can come back, you know, in a, with a few more games to go in the regular season, I think. I think we definitely have a chance. But, but a full-strength Lakers, though, you ca- it's, it's hard to get past, you know, LeBron still with AD, throw in, throw in Russell Westbrook. Um, I mean, the turnover king, but still, sorry, Russ. Um, and, you <laughs> Mallow know, is six. Mallow as well as six is pretty handy. Um, and, and the triple towers of, what, AD, DJ and Dwight. Dwight, I mean, yeah. Dwight looks they... like he's got a new lease on life. He's loving life over there at the moment. He's... If they give up a single rebound this season, I will be... <laughs> I will well, be annoyed. What, are they the yeah. tallest team in the league? Surely, surely they're the tallest team. They, well, they mean, are very tall. Ma- Mavs have got. I was going to say Dallas might <laughs> purely because of Boban just yeah. making the height. You know? yeah. Three point Bobby, champion. Just, hey, sharpshooter. Yeah, but he, with, he, with he KP as well. Two. Yeah, Did he? <laughs> he put up another two yesterday. Missed them both. Oh. Oh, you know, just look, you know. I love the confidence. I Shooter's got to shoot. Shooter's <laughs> got to shoot. We had a twenty percent three point percentage. Oh my god! Preseason, okay, but also let's let's tighten that up. (laughs) Do we reckon there's any particular players that are going to kind of bust out this year and kind of break out of nowhere? All right, here we are. I'm I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in. Okay. I mean, his name was a little slipped slipped there before. Little comeback player. I'm going to go. KP, the unicorn. Ooh. I mean, this is a little bias coming from a Mavs fan, but he looks good. This is one of the first times that he's had a preseason in a long time where he hasn't been injured. He's finally coming back from his triple quad knee ankle legs <laughs> injuries. Yep. 
he's he's looking tidy. There's been a lot of talk. Kid loves him. So, yep. I mean, having a coach that, that knows your you. game, believes yep. in you. Yeah. And remember, this is a guy we were talking about, not even – Four, four years ago as an MVP. Yeah, Absolutely. and they were talking about that being one of the biggest trades, him going to Dallas as well the, yeah. after leaving yeah. the Knicks. Mm. Oh, it totally makes sense. And I think uh, we, we talked about this the other day. He is that missing link on the Mavs and mm-hmm. and you, you can look well, at We did Luke... say it could be Maxi Kleber, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Sorry, Maxi. <laughs> but like, yes, he listens to our podcast. Well, yes. you know, if he ever does, he'll be <laughs> devastated. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Luke has done so much, and I think he needs a hand, obviously. And maybe three hands, four. Well, they've, they're a great team, but yeah, he needs a number two, really solid. And I mean, he is a unicorn, KP. Like, he, you can't think of anyone else in the league that's like him. Like, and if he can no. turn it on, you guys are going to be seriously dangerous. What did you say, Manny, for your comeback? Uh, Player-wise, I think I'm uh, – look, I love Trez. I love Montrez Harrell. Um, I think the Lakers did him dirty. He just finished sixth man of the year with us at the Clippers. They really, they then, really played him. in, And then the yeah. Lakers got him and I just feel like they totally wasted him. He's already balling out with Washington by the looks of it. He's already, you know. I, I was hoping we went for him. After the Clippers too, because there was a brief talk of that. I I, I would have really liked him on the Mavs. Yeah, yeah, yeah he definitely absolutely. he's got a lot of energy and like that. Yeah, as you were saying, like showing in the Washington uh, game just in the preseason, he's just you know blocking here and there, just looks really sharp. Yeah, uh, look, I think he just needs confidence and people to believe in him, and I think he really thrives in that environment. So hopefully, he can have that happen again maybe another six man we'll see although there's talk of Bobby being six man of the year so <laughs> I mean well, I'm, oh, get him def- his minutes no yeah. I'm all for the romance story of the year is Derek Rose again he's looking sharp he's looking fit six man at the Knicks um they looking pretty happy with him there they're all it's that's where I'm going that's where my heart is with D Rose I think oh, he, I'll, yeah I'll back you up on six man of the year Derek Rose this year yeah. I reckon he was a bit stiff last year Clarkson okay. was good. But oh, Clarkson was very good. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, he he balled out. He was he was off the bench, their number one point guard. Yeah, very true. Know? So, for some of our viewers, viewers, listeners <laughs> who uh, maybe are not into NBA yet, and they've stuck out this entire podcast to get to this point. <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, for that. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Like, and they want to get into a team. Who can we kind of suggest at the moment as some exciting teams to get on board with and you know, obviously the Brooklyn Nets, you know, if you want to win a championship, I think you might want to get on that bandwagon. Uh, I think the, the Bulls, guys, Bulls yeah. for me. I think we're, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. The Bulls Bulls look good. They look exciting. They played against the Pels in the preseason and it looked like they were just having a run around. Oh, totally. They, they played Messing their starters for a long time though. So they played a lot of minutes, but they all yeah. looked really good. No, I think they needed that time to gel. Yeah. Like, and it looks like they've been playing for ages yeah, with each yeah. other. They remind me a little bit of, you know, Lob City and that kind of excitement playing. <laughs> clip slip. Oh, jeez, oh, another one. There it is. <laughs> I really, really hope that the Timberwolves can kind of pull something together. Uh, me too. I really love Cat. I think he deserves He's had a really rough trot um, mm. the past couple of years uh, personally. Um, and I really love uh, D'Lo. He's just Awesome to watch as well. I just They're love just... every time I think of D'Lo, I think of that that video of Blake Griffin doing the dunks when it was the their academy. If you've seen that on YouTube, yes. yeah, it's like he ain't even stretch though. <laughs> <laughs> That's every time I think of D'Lo. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's very exciting to watch, and another couple of teams that I think as well. I mean, if you're going to get, if, you know, if you're going to look at 
teams that are coming through. I think the Hawks are another team that are looking pretty yes. pretty strong. Um, Absolutely. You know, they've got some Trey, re- yeah. yeah, Trey Young's their number one, but you look at John Collins and they've picked up some really – and they've got a really good centre in Clint Capella, some great new young kids. Sharif Cooper's a bit of a gun and you probably, if you've been watching highlights lately, you might have seen that lob up to John Collins for that ridiculous slam dunk recently. So that was pretty freaking awesome. And That's they also amazing. picked up Jalen Johnson, who's awesome as well. So I think they're one to watch. And if you really want to get on board them, they're definitely somewhere where I look. I also think, um, look, I, we briefly spoke they overperformed in the bubble, um, but the Miami Heat too, you know, you look at Jimmy Buckets, you yeah. look at, you know, um, and women love Jimmy Buckets. So Jimmy if you're a woman, Buckets, yeah. if you're a woman, women, uh, <laughs> I love Jimmy Buckets. What are you talking about? <laughs> women and men alike all love Absolutely. Jimmy Buckets. So have a, you maybe just Google him, have a look at just Jimmy yeah. in general. Jimmy and Buckets. Then... <laughs> you got Jimmy Neutron over there too. Duncan Robinson. <laughs> yes. oh, wait, no, it's, it's the friend from Jimmy Neutron. It's Carl. Yes. From Jimmy and then Neutron. you've got Tyler Hero, who yeah. is yeah. a is balling at the moment as well, which is pretty awesome. And they just picked up Carl Lowry, which is a yeah. Huge addition. And don't forget Bam. Bam. I mean, look at that. That's a that's a team. I mean, I can't believe I'm doing this. I actually cannot believe I'm doing this, especially in the first episode and especially after what you did to me before, Josh. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do he's it, Manny. Gonna, he's going to – he's going to – it's the maps, uh, isn't it? I reckon if you want to get into basketball, now's the time. <laughs> 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 I think now's the time to start watching – Luca, yeah, Luca Magic, he's amazing, and like honestly, he's magic. Just he is. He's my he's my pick for MVP this year. Uh, unfortunately, it, I don't like to say it. Kills me to say it. Kills that. me to say it too because he's got such a baby attitude. He's like oh, stucky lalas, but, but when he's, he's so when he's on, he's on. He is good. He's it's, so it's, good. He makes the game look easy. He really That's does. His thing. He yeah. slows it down because he's not quick. He he plays that Euro basketball. But yeah. he makes the game look so easy to him. And then just, yeah. We were talking about there was a photo going around of him yes. um, from the start of last season. Just like a little bit of chub, you know, but just <laughs> had the long it's, hair. It's, and just, a, it's still the baby fat. He's only yeah. a little baby. Just had yeah. a big smile, just like, oh, I'm just having the best time. But then it was like after one season with the Mavericks carrying the team by himself, he's like <laughs> militant right now. It's like <laughs> hair shade, like slim down, just like. Yeah, yeah, no, he looks yeah. ready to go. And after his um, performance also at the Olympics um, where he single-handedly yeah. pretty much carried Slovenia, I think that um, – Yeah. Which yeah. which I know we, we, we already talked about the Olympics going on, but huge, oh, yeah. huge yeah. for them. Absolutely. Even getting through to the Olympics was huge and then and pushing through to a bronze medal game. Yes, Team Australia destroyed them. I think I put on my Instagram like before that bronze medal game, like I was so excited for Australia, but – being a Clippers supporter, I've seen what Luca can do to a team. And, you know, when it's not a series, when it's just one game and it's one bronze medal game, like he he could have probably beaten us if he had if he was on his best. I mean, he like, was playing it was Luca and Goran Dragic's brother were the other <laughs> players, you know, like that yeah. too was Team Slovenia. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he and he does that with the Mavs anyway, single handedly pretty much only beat the Clippers by himself. So yeah. sorry, Manny, yeah. but it's no, true. It's true. It is. And he, he is your nemesis. Like when these two 100. those two teams step up, it's just Luca V Clips. So all, all I want this year is to make finals and not play the Mavs. <laughs> That's all I want. I, I, no, I mean it's it's good for you. You guys have beaten us twice in a row in the first round now. So it hasn't I mean, been so easy. Only no just moment. though, yeah. very, very <laughs> close. I yeah. just hope the Blazers get past round one. Like seriously, but you know Same. what? Whatever, wherever Dame goes, I go. So if the last minute he's somewhere else, so that's what, where I'm at. What happens to Dame? 
if, yeah. if the Blazers don't make playoffs this year. He's, he's gone. He's done. He, Same he with if they don't get out of round one? Yes. I think, I think it's so. I think it's enough. I think he, to be honest, he single-handedly kept them in a playoffs every year. Um, I know he has a bit of help with CJ, but that's really it when you think about it. Like everyone yeah. else is a, you know, bottom tier. Well, not bottom tier. That's tough. That's rough. Sorry to a few of those players. But, um, yeah. yeah, he alone is is doing that and he's in mvp talks and he's still you know he's that one player that could make a difference somewhere else and that's why philly's philly's been after him so aggressively which you know it's not going to happen i don't think but yeah i think that that's what we spoke about when i when i was saying about mb not being Mm. the guy like great player but not being the guy to build around if dame went there yep yep they i think they know that i think they know that Mm. I think Philly's administration are like, yeah, we know that this is what's going to work and that's the only way we think we can challenge for a championship against the Nets at the moment. So Now, Beck. Yes, this is the best part. Woo! Rookie time. This is my favourite time. I My favourite thing, and it was my favourite thing in the AFL as well, I love looking at new talent, um, checking out the young guys and seeing the energy that they bring. Um, the new guys that have been drafted this year is a really awesome crop, I think. I think it's one of the best crops we've seen in a few years i think since mm. probably the luca trey year where yes. that draft that draft class was up there um and they've all pretty much signed all their max contracts as well so that's awesome but um mm. my boy at the moment that i am getting everyone to get on board and even if you want to get on board with this team too i think they're on the rise is the sacramento kings which is my boy davion mitchell number 15 <laughs> he is a defensive beast boy and he is a three-point legend as well so um he's my rookie watch at the moment um there's a few others you guys have got a few as well yeah uh, yeah well i mean i <laughs> i've got <laughs> sorry why am i laughing because is it a clippers I, player yeah maybe oh, my, oh my god surely not maybe Maybe. Jump out of your clip slip and go for have a look at these other players. Come on. Um, no, there's, and he doesn't um, know like other teams play in the NBA. True, true. I forgot. It's whoever yeah. the Clippers are playing, so it's just a traveling Clippers playing against what? these other teams while they it just is. wait for the yep. Clippers to come. Who was that the is. team that Manny doesn't know the players from? And we're like, name the players. Was it the Kings? <laughs> was it the Kings? I think <laughs> it was the Kings. Was it, Kings. Was it every team other than the Clippers? Yes. <laughs> um, no, but we got Brandon Boston Jr. and he's like. He's just balling out because I don't know. I saw him play the other day, and he just, he just like has a love-hate relationship with the ring, and he just wants to like. It's like he gets his fire like in his eye. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, it's like it's like I hate you, and I'm going to destroy you, and I'm just going to get the ball to the basket as quickly as I can, and and that's kind of cool. Now I I don't know a lot about college ball, and I know Josh, that's probably a little bit your expertise, but the the commentators were saying that like. He's slipped through the radar at college ball and he's like, he's designed for NBA game and like he just seems to be flourishing because he was only like pick 54 or something like that. And and I, I look, I don't quite understand all that, but I'm, I'm excited. And there's also the guy, the young kid from uh, the Spurs, Pri- Primo? Prime. Oh, yeah. Prime, yep. Primo. Prime. Is it Josh Primo? Yeah. Yep. Um, and he's shown really, really good signs. He didn't play many minutes in the other game, but uh, I know there's a lot of Aussie Spurs fans. So I think, and they've, Losing Patty and they've lost a lot of kind of talent now and they're kind of rebuilding. But I think they've got a lot of really good young players to come through. I'm really hoping that means Jock Jock minutes there too, though. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree. Um, you look, someone, you were saying the college game, someone that I kind of followed from the college game over, and I think they're going to bring their, their talent right, like straight over. And I think they're going to be their guy for their team. 
And I, I think that's Jalen Suggs. Yeah, agree. Suggs with the magic because yep. what's going on there with the magic? But, I mean, he's coming straight in and, and he's going to be an impact player straight away. Yes, I've looked through some of the preseason stuff. He, he's kind of getting his minutes in. You know, I think he had uh, 10, 5, and 5 the other day on 15. But, I mean, if that's what you're, you're first coming into, I'm, I'm excited for, for what he, he can do, what he did with Gonzaga. Uh, yeah, I think, I think he's one to watch. And, yeah, I, I mean, that could a be a call. team that could, could build and really, really improve. I agree with that. And, and it's funny because Toronto had the pick before, like pick four, yeah. and they went with Scotty Barnes, who also is a real character. If you get a chance to look at any of his interviews, he's an absolute joker. He's like a mini Dwight Howard, but probably <laughs> less aggressive. Um, and he is, yeah, they, they looked over Jalen Suggs. So I think yeah. that's really interesting. And Magic just swooped on that. They're like, no, nah, we're not going to let that happen. Um, so I, we're, I, we're, I think that was kind of like the thing for them too, the, the whole what you need versus best player available. Agree. I yeah, think. and that, that's. I think at that point, at number five, Suggs was the best player. Yeah. Well, we can't we can't go past the the GMs all voting for um, Jalen Green, who was picked two uh, to the to the Rockets. Um, he's really balled out as well. Showed a lot in his first, and I think he'll he'll start as well pretty pretty quickly. So there's someone to keep an eye out for, and I don't think we can go past our very own Josh Giddy. Yeah. Our guy oh, yeah. in his first first preseason game, the numbers that he put up, and he just looked like he did it with ease, like it was not even an issue yeah. for him getting to the basket. So, what were our thoughts on on Giddy's first? I game? like, I really like him around the rim. I, I know I watched the first uh, summer league when he when he got injured, but uh, the first three minutes or something, yeah. he had two finishes at the rim and a steal or something like that. And it's yeah, I mean, he can he can be an impact player. It seems. Yeah, and it's and it doesn't look hard. And he, considering his age, considering his size, even like he's, I mean, he's if he bulked up a bit, like, I was gonna say he looks a bit gangly. Yeah, he's a bit yeah. of a baby giraffe about him. But <laughs> yeah, well, we we all start that way, and then Absolutely. you know we move on. But yeah, no, I think he um he's definitely definitely the guy to look out for. And it's like to start off that way. It's and and people were worried about. Oklahoma going for him at that such a high pick because they thought he was going to go in the second round or maybe late first round, but mm. they went for him really early because I think they really knew what he could bring. I'm I'm loving you know I know NBA chat, but seeing those those guys those rookies come into the NBA from the NBL too, mm. and I think that's been really great for a lot of them. So I can't Absolutely. wait to, to keep watching throughout there. Like, it's great you know, for the NBL as well to yeah, have that. Yeah. Um, it's mm. to build that basketball culture back up in Australia, which has sort of took a dive after we, you know, the Magics and the Tigers and that era, which was huge. Mm. And then it sort of plateaued for a little bit, but it's sort of building back up again. And I think that's really promising for our basketball here, but also the players wanting to go to the NBA. And it shows that they're watching as well, you know, like it shows yeah. that they're paying an interest in what we're doing over here, which is definitely exciting. So, no, it's really good. Guys, I think we're going to call it. What do you reckon? That's it. Yeah, I think Sounds we've, good. Yep. we've uh, covered all what we need to for today. I know. Um, so thanks so much for listening, everyone. Make sure you check us out on Instagram. Uh, it's just absolute underscore dribble, I think. <laughs> I didn't even write down our, <laughs> well, let's write down our handle. <laughs> but, um, and also we've got this cool feature on our anchor page. You can uh, send us a voice message. And once we get out of lockdown and we're back together, hopefully next episode, uh, we'll be able to kind of feature your questions on the show live. So you can just head to anchor.fm forward slash absolute dribble and uh, you'll be able to just voice record us a little uh, message of a question and we'd love to hear anything you've got to say about NBA, about us, about Mango's moustache, 
about anything <laughs> you want. And also, guys, um, you know, Mango's going to post uh, his very own uh, little game for you all to guess the players. So be a, ready for that as well. Guess three. Don't worry, Manny. One of them won't be the Clippers anymore. <laughs> but maybe I might make it a couple of former Clipper players. So maybe. We'll, see. <laughs> we'll try and keep it current. Try and keep it current. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. See ya.